Hello everyone, welcome back. Today we will be discussing a topic on the otitis media among the children in pediatrics age group. We already discussed or know, pretty know about this acute otitis media. It was the most common in early childhood and also it may be due to the viral or bacterial infection of middle ear cleft. The middle ear cleft is the term that indicates the it is a pneumatic or aid filled space of the middle ear cavity medial to the tympanic membrane. It was medial to the tympanic membrane. The attic is the boundaries are attic superiorly, mastoid antrum posteriorly to the attic. Pneumatized air cells in the temporal bone are surrounded the mastoid antrum and extended to the petrosex. Okay, coming to the anatomical features that poor predisposes the younger child to this infections is firstly children were very small so they are having the short canal and it was more horizontal and there is a compliant station tube and bacterial carriage in the adenoids as the adenoids are situated adjacent to the this station tubes i will repeat what are the anatomical features that leads to the predisposing of young children are they are having the shorter uh, this one they are having the shorter and more horizontal and also more compliant station tube and also bacterial carriage in the adenoids. The risk factors were including the exposure to cigarette smoke and also the overcrowding, bottle feeding, use of pacifier, daycare center attendance and also cleft palate, Down syndrome, allergy, immunodeficiency, gastroesophageal reflux. What are the main things the risk factors are? Exposure to the cigarette smoke, overcrowding, bottle feeding. Bottle feeding is more prevalent in the cleft palate patients. Use of pacifier and also those who are attending in the daycare center, Down syndrome, allergy, immunodeficiency, uh, immunodeficiency and also the uh, gastroesophageal reflux. Coming to the incidence, the peak incidence of the acute otitis media is in the childhood and this decreases with advance of the age and this was rarely unknown beyond the age of the seven. What are the organisms? Mostly Streptococcus, Haemophilus influenza, Monexella cataris is uh, in 75%. Less common pathogens are Streptococcus pyrogens, Streptococcus aureus, and also Pseudomonas erysnosa virus may be contributed less than 50%. 75% is contributed by the Streptococcus pneumonia, Haemophilus influenza and also Moraxella. How can we diagnose this? This was first as the baby won't say that he or she having the child uh, ear pain. So symptoms are ear tucking. Like he frequently pulls his ear. There is a fever, crying irritability these are things okay older children may also report this because of decreased hearing the reports of recent upper respiratory tract infections are very common otoscopy usually on otoscopy we can see there is a bulging of the tympanic membrane red in late stages we can see a perforation also with otorrhea or ear discharge which is opaque green color or a reddish brown fluid cleaning the fluid reveals that the intact ear drum as the rupture uh, it is small and closes promptly after the spontaneous uh, this perforation 
so diagnosis of otitis media is considered the present the following criteria there is a rapid onset of symptoms signs of middle ear effusion signs of symptoms of middle ear inflammation okay coming to the treatment what treatment will usually suggest of as there is an organism involving the streptococcus pneumonia hemophilus influenza morexella catalyst so we will describe an antimicrobial therapy for the uh, in patient except who failed this one to take this and also our first drug of choice is the amoxicillin amoxicillin is the first choice of therapy high dose are considered when there is a resistance in endemic area and also co-amoxiclav ceflacor and uh, cefuroxamine and neural generation of cephalosporins can be used in second line of drugs micro macrolides can be used in patient those who are allergic to penicillin and cephalosporins antibiotics should be at least continued for the seven days and otoscopy after three to four days uh, and at the three weeks are important adjacent therapies like uh, we should give nasal decongestants and agent necessary antihistaminic agents also helps to remove the otitis media and this is due to the precipitating of sinus infection by drying the mucosal secretions then uh, we'll discuss the uh, what are the uh, recommendations for initial management of uh, uncomplicated otitis media age months severe symptoms follow up otoria and uncertain to it no severe symptoms otoria first of all we'll discuss this one later and other thing is recurrent otitis media recurrent otitis media refers to the more than 3 or more episodes in any 6 months or 4 or more episodes in any year more than 3 episodes or more episodes in any 6 months or 4 or more episodes in any year okay coming to the children are experiencing the recurrent otitis media considered for the tympanostomy tube insertion as it reduces the episodes and also adenectomy which is a precipitating factor for this we should be done if there is any airway obstruction and patients uh, with recurrent acute, uh, acute otitis media do not benefit of the concurrent tonsillectomy coming to the if there is an effusion what could we do otitis media with effusion refers to the serous or mucoid fluid filling the norm as there is a normally air filled space that was filled by the serous or mucous fluid or miliary gap inflammatory signs are absent the prime symptom is hearing loss as if the uh, there is a poor conduction of sound from external ear to the middle ear and etiology will discuss otitis media with effusion occurs in due to the eustachian tube obstruction followed by the episode of the acute otitis media 